So we're, we're talking about how emotions have the quality of being a gusher, like the gusher when oil comes up or when water comes out of the ground. There is actually a, another one. It may be a little gross, but you can think of it that sometimes when people are push, are uh, popping pimples, uh, uh, acne or whatever on the face, and they'll put pressure on it, and they go, comes right. out. Okay, that's also in the form of of a gusher, and that it happens when a a new or different kind of pressure and or relief is set there. For instance, the pressure that's new around the, the pimple is when uh, the thumbs or the um, the little machines, the metal machines, or the um, Q-tips, or whatever they're doing to prop a pimple, when that pressure is put there, then um, it uh, the resistance to that pressure builds up, and then it goes like that. Okay, so this is basically we do that with emotions too. We do it with emotions in many, many ways. Sometimes anger gushes out. Mm. Sometimes uh, grief gushes out. Sometimes we lose someone or something dear to us, and the grief comes, and then all of a sudden, it's almost like all the grief that I've never allowed myself to have just goes, and it all comes out. Uh, in a in a great um, sort of ex- exhaustive relief, so it can happen with grief. It can happen with anger. It can happen with joy. Also, if we sometimes have a storage of joy built up, but we're not kind of letting ourselves know it or experience it. And in fact, this is something that we should talk about for every student to understand that. Some of the best things that we're actually trying to develop in Anapanasati already occur naturally anyway. An example of that is, uh, one example is people having little nibbanas, that it happens on a regular basis. Another one would be that from time to time on a regular basis, everybody has a mind that's void. Now, what I mean by that is not void thought, but void of uh, self. That we're not thinking selfishly. And that happens on a regular In fact, if it didn't happen on a regular case, uh, basis, you wouldn't even have a Democratic Party in the United States. Mm-hmm. That's what progressivism is all about, is let's stop thinking selfishly and start thinking about someone else for a change. Mm. So that's actually um, being uh, void of the selfishness that occurs when we think in terms of I, me, or mine, and we start thinking in broader terms of us and all of us, which is kind of opening that we have. but you also started using the word allow. And that's actually an interesting word. It's kind of a key word uh, to allow yourself to feel joy. And that was the spark that kicked off that uh, gusher 
of joy that you had as an experience that can sometimes be called a satori. Um, but it is uh, kind of like an explosion. Yep. Uh, except that it keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. Yeah. And so um, you could also say that as long as you keep remembering, or in fact, the key thing now is that you keep remembering what state you're in because it is such a big deal right now. There is so much joy that it's hard to miss. And so we become quite awake to it. So now what I'm inviting you to do is now that you can really see it, you're going to have to take control over it. Mm. Because before it was hiding in the pasture and you didn't even know hardly it was out there. And now it's attacked you like a lion. Mm. Yep. <laughs> And the job now is to begin to manage and control it because this actually, that joy comes out of the same part of the mind as um, uh, anger and fear. Same part. The same part of the mind, which is the reptilian <clears throat> part of the brain, it's in the back. And that uh, that part of the back one of the inputs that it has, besides the senses, is information from both the mid-cortex and the frontal cortex. So it can become managed. If we remember that we're in control here of this thing, that we are not going to allow the, uh, the reptilian brain to just feel whatever is um, in the habit of feeling willy-nilly. Mm -hmm. That basically the way to look at it is that the... Uh, self-preservation instinct has too many false positives. It keeps screaming danger, danger, danger when it yep. factors no danger. Yep. Okay, like the dog barking in the yard. You have to look to see what the dog is barking at when you see, oh yes, I know him. Why doesn't the dog know him too? Come on back, Lucky. Mm -hmm. Come on, sit down, behave yourself. Okay, we can learn to control that reptilian mind that way also. A lot of people think it is like killing it, but a better way of looking at it is completely taming it. So that the only time that danger is uh, um, experienced is when it's actually trying to get your attention because of something real going on. What an, an example of that would be that something deep inside knows uh, that someone's coming up behind us. Yeah. But we don't really generally open up to that so that we know it. That's true. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is one of the qualities then of... Uh, it, <laughs> it's hard to sneak up on a Buddha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet. Because... We're aware of what's going on around. And yeah. so uh, it can become part of our uh, knowledge because we're paying attention to what's going on. Mm. That basically has a lot to do with waking up the body because the body, in fact, knows. One of the things that we do is we go into a state of um, 
uh, shutdown or uh, freeze. And that freeze state happens even before the flight or fright. And in fact, the, the fight or flight syndrome in our current society is never or almost never the genuine, and certainly generally not, the normal outcome. That generally the outcome is a false alarm, that we're feeling fear, but there is no reason to fear, and many of them don't even know that. So they go from one five-alarm fire to another, but they never actually see any fire. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Okay, and in this regard, this is what um, uh, either Winston Churchill or FDR back at the end of World War One uh, or in the middle of World War Two said: "There's nothing to fear but fear itself." And boy, is that true. Yep. That that uh, once I saw uh, a cowboy movie about uh, guys who were lost in the uh, Florida Everglades, and one of them was deathly afraid of snakes. Mm-hmm. They established that really early in the movie, so that when it came time, that the whole uh, group of five of them ran into an area that was highly populated with rattlesnakes in the uh, one they were out in the Everglades. Guess which one gets bitten by a snake is the one who fears them the most while everybody else is looking at what's going on, knowing the danger, but um, uh, are looking for the snake out where this guy, he he goes, you know, berserk. And that's how we generally feel. And so that's a really clear case of uh, the real uh, fear is the fear. Yeah. To become afraid, let's say, become intellectually afraid or even disgusted with that excess fear that we have. Disgusted as well, yeah. Yeah, because you're not, you're you're in no danger. Yeah. But yet that fear tends to predominate kind of in, uh, mixed in with it. But mixed in with what? Mixed in with the fact that generally you feel okay. Mm. That we do have void mind from time to time. We do have little divanas. We do relax. We do have joyful moments. If we didn't, then we would go kind of crazy. In fact, you could say that that's one of the problems with people in mental institutions is is that they just got into such bad feelings and they just on and on and on and on and just cannot get out of it. And that happens. It can happen to even a CEO of a company. Yeah. And he'll wind up giving himself a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. Because they never got out of it. Because he just cannot get out of that too hard, work hard, I'm afraid I don't have enough money and I've got to keep working and working and striving and striving. Because I'm never satisfied with what I've got. Yeah. That can happen, but it's rare. Most people, they go ahead and, and relax every day. And let it go. Mm. But generally, we're just as asleep to that as we are asleep to when we're feeling bad. Yeah, I suppose we are. Yeah. Okay, so now that you know what joy is, now that it's got you by the throat. Um, You're breaking up. Hello? Hello? 